Hey everyone, you are listening to the Guitar Speak podcast. My name is Matt Wakeling and thank you so much for joining me. Greetings from Sydney, Australia. Hope you're safe and well wherever you are. Now today, for episode number 139, I'm joined by Elad Yakov, the CEO of Tonepedia, and Lee Alexander, the sales and marketing guy from Tonepedia. And we talk about this amazing interactive website where you can try out in real time uh, a huge amount of different pedals, guitars, amps, fiddle around with the controls, and uh, see what they sound like and see how they interact with one another. It's, it's an amazing site and a lot of fun. So it's very cool to get the, the background story of Tonepedia. Now, before we get to that interview, just a couple of quick announcements. Uh, number one, I have set up a PayPal tip jar. Now, as you know, this podcast is free, free to download, free to subscribe to. Um, but if you are inclined to drop a tip, you can do that now securely through PayPal. There'll be a link in the show notes for that. And announcement number two, I wanted to give a shout out to my friend Scotty Burford, uh, former guest of the show, the world record-breaking guitarist, has launched a website, Great Scott Music. I'll have links to that in my show notes. And there's links there to Scotty's teaching stuff, which is really great, and also a couple of podcasts, which he has just dropped into the world. So uh, the first is called Smile and Wave, has lots of humorous and thoughtful anecdotes from a life in the music industry and also there's another one called Iconic Guitars, Iconic Guitarists, uh, the first of which is a, a deep dive into the guitar styles of Dave Gilmore of Pink Floyd and it's just really really well done so I can't encourage you enough to check that stuff out. So as I said links in the show notes. Alright let's jump over now to my interview with Lad Yakov and Lee Alexander from Tonepedia. <laughs> All right, Elad and Lee, welcome to the Guitar Speak podcast. Hello. Hello. All right, so Elad, you are in Germany. Yep, in Bremen, in north of Germany. Right in now. the north, nice. And Lee, I, I've never asked, what, what part of Great Britain are you in? I'm in Dover, which is as close to uh, Germany, I suppose, as you can get <laughs> from, <Okay>. from the <laughs> UK. Uh, I can see France from my little town down here. No so, way, yeah, that's uh, awesome. The cliffs of Dover, no less. Yes, yes, I drive past them regularly. Wow, that's cool, man. Very cool. Well, hey, guys, welcome. Um, great to have you on the show, obviously, from Tonepedia. Now, Tonepedia, I've recently become aware of you, but Tonepedia as an entity has been around for quite quite a number of years. Uh, lad, could you talk us through the... The history up until up until now with with Tonepedia. Yeah, sure. So Tonepedia uh, was a brainchild of uh, friends of mine and myself in Israel many years ago. I think around twelve years ago, when we wanted to open um, a marketplace for musical instruments where people can uh, listen to the product before they purchase it, um, and it started um, with because because of. Like, you know, as when you grow up, when we grew up in Israel, and it's a tiny country, you don't have a lot of boutique makers uh, sending uh, uh, products to Israel or selling in Israel that you didn't have it back then. You know, today it's different. So essentially, you could only buy products from like, you know, Yamaha, Ibanez, Gibson, Fender, that, Takamini, I think, and that was basically it. Um, and we wanted to be able to 
purchase boutique stuff. And that's how the, pro- the, the idea came. It was like, you know, hey, we would be able to listen to the product, realize that this is what we want, and then we would be able to purchase it secondhand in a, like a marketplace thing. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, and then like, you know, it, it didn't really work out well um, back then. And I kind of took over the company. We shut it down in, um, in Israel, moved to Germany, and pivoted to create this interactive experiencing platform for musical instruments where you can literally try out the products as as you know Tonpedia today. Yeah, awesome. And that was my introduction when Lee um uh yeah started talking about this site through Pedalboards of Doom and uh, another group that yeah. that I'm in with Lee. Um yeah, and that's that was my introduction. And man, the interactive site it is so much fun and such a brilliant idea. Now, I know this is a podcast, but but uh, Elad or Lee, could one of you talk through um, uh, what the interface looks like and what the what the experience is for the user? Yeah, I, I can do that. Um, it's on the face of it. Say we're talking about a pedal because you know pedalboards are team, so I'm going to talk about pedals, aren't I? Uh, but <laughs> if you've if you've got a pedal and you're going to try it out, um, you've got the pedal in the middle. To the left of you, you've got two guitars. To the right of you, you've got two amps. And you can choose whichever amp, whichever uh, whichever guitar, and you can swap them all over. You can generally switch the pickups on the guitars. So you've got a little uh, bridge um, bridge and neck and middle uh, pickup selector below the guitars. And on the amps, sometimes you can change uh, different parameters, such as reverb and the amount of uh, gain going into them. But in the middle, on the pedal, you can change what type of playing style that you're listening to so you can listen to a rock demo you can listen to basic chords and that's really important for me because the first thing i do whenever i plug a guitar in or plug a pedal in is i play a g chord i play an e chord you play an e chord yeah every time like you know it's like a bam and then i was like you know try to switch something on the pedal and i go bam so you play a g chord I always, I always just play a, a, a G chord really slowly as well, like bring and kind of let it ring out just to like hear. It. I want to hear if I can hear string separation. That's that's the thing I want to be able to hear, and um, and the attack as well. So I'm, I'm listening for pick attack uh, and those sort of things. Um, but yeah, I go back to that. So uh, I'm looking at one now, and it's my very own rats on there, and I'm looking, and I've got seven positions that I can try out distortion, and I've got three uh, on the filter, so three different positions. So that means to me that I've got 21 different audio files just for the rat, times that by two for the different guitars, and then times that by another two for the um, for the different amps. And that gives you an idea of what you're looking at. You're looking at something where you can go in and no one's telling you what to listen to. You can just go in and you can try this thing to your heart's content. And I have spent quite a proportion of my life since I've found out about Tone Video <laughs> using this thing. It's great. That's so good. It, um, is, it is very addictive running, yeah, running your stuff through various amps. Because, of course, with, the, I guess, the boom in the last few years for um, demo channels on YouTube or wherever, that's... That stuff's great, but often you think, man, I would love to hear that rat through my amp or through a guitar I'm likely to play rather than whatever the demo guy is using. So um, We do love demos. We do love YouTube demos, don't we, man? Yeah, I, think, I, I would say that it's, it's trying to, to bring the other side. So um, uh, YouTube brings, brings the personal opinion of somebody, you know, like because cause 
the the guitar player even if i would now be the completely most unbiased that i can and i can i'm gonna play something if i like the product that i'm presenting then i'm just gonna play better you know like it's it's just it happens right and so tompidi is trying to bring the other side of things like mm-hmm. we're, we're trying to say actually we don't make anything sound good like in a in a way and like also if our clients now are hearing they know this sentence that we couldn't care less about about making anything sound great because for us it's to show how good it sounds and and, and that's what it's all about it's giving the user the power to go to the website and put head to head two overdrive pedals for example mm-hmm. um or let's say delay because like enough lee's going to talk about overdrives all the time so i would say delay two <laughs> delay pedals like you know and to be able to understand the repeats and how the repeats sound and tweak the knobs you know so it's obviously we do everything like it's completely analog recording like everything is recorded in an analog way, it's not a simulation, it's not a plugin. So the amount of work is, is quite insane. And um, that's why we picked up, for example, we, we chose a Fender Strat and a Gibson Les Paul as the default guitars. Sure. And and the Vox and the Fender as the default amplifiers because mm-hmm. you cannot do any guitar in the world with any amplifier in the world. So we said, okay, what do users have or what do they know usually? So Everybody would know uh, um, a standard, like American standard um, Stratocaster, sure, you know, yeah, and yeah. also there, just like to finish this, like also there, we didn't pick the custom shop uh, 62, whatever, even though we could Fender when, when we work, start working, they said like any guitar that you guys need, but we said, no, we need something that people are familiar with. So we were just going to take this standard American standard and that's it. Mm-hmm. And that's our approach. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the, the Les Paul is the traditional uh, as well, which yeah, is exactly. Yeah. Same kind of uh, thing, but on the Les Paul. Uh, it, it's, yeah. It is something that gets to me a little bit when I do see a, a YouTube video and they're using like a, a £4,000 guitar and a £5,000 amp. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I, you know, I know that that rig's going to sound good no matter what you put through it. <laughs> if it doesn't, you need to get your money back. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so um yeah it's uh it, it all comes down to the player playing ability as well and that's something that i think tonepedia really helps with because if you're a beginner and you come to here you might not be able to play what you want to be able to play orig- uh, eventually and the playing styles on here are all done by session musicians so that, that's a great way of doing it because we've got very different session musicians who play um I'm just looking at the playing styles on here. You've got power chords, basic power chords, rock rhythm, a solo, and a range demo. Uh, And it just gives you so much flexibility to try out various different setups. It's just, you don't get that from any other media. And it'd be nice if you did, but I I can't see how you would. So, um, yeah, doing it this way is um, is obvious, really. Yeah, yeah, it's so so cool. I love the choice of amps as well because as I mean as you guys know, different pedals sound dramatically different depending on what sort of amp they're running to. So I fuzz into a Fender versus a a Marshall or a Vox or it's it's going to be a totally different animal and yeah, I I guess your site allows people to to work out okay, this amp 
this pedal is going to sound great through my amp, or you know what, this this pedal maybe is not the right match for my amp. Yep. Which yeah, I love it's, that. It's, um, and we are thinking about more solutions in that direction. Like you know, it's um, also you see companies that um, literally take take exactly what you said and they they take it forward. So when Boss are doing with us a uh, pedal regardless of which pedal it is, they would demo it also through a jazz chorus. And the reason for that is because they say, look, a jazz chorus is, has like, a, it's, it's an amplifier, which is like a, a commercial amplifier by its own. And it's important for us that users will be able to listen to uh, high gain distortion also through it, even though to some people it won't make sense maybe. To others, it will make sense. And for us, it's important that everybody would be able to, to understand how boss pedals react on different amplifiers. No, no, I was, I was thinking about when we went to, when we, uh, we did a lot of work with Strandberg and um, we, we added a 6505 on there as well. So, you know, that's, um, that was completely new to us as a company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was something that um, I hope Eleanor doesn't mind me saying, but it's something I pushed a lot because we, we, we're growing as a company and we want to adopt like the metal scene into it, the ambient scene and all these people around. So as Tonepedia grows, you'll see us covering more than just blues and these sort of things. And if you go on to the Strandberg, uh, strandbergguitars.com forward slash playground, you can see um, uh, it's, it's such a wonderful experience. I'll let you as the listener and, and you, Matt, uh, try that for yourselves. But yeah, go ahead and have a bash at that because you've also got the Boss Katana on there as well. So you've still got the Vox yeah. and the Fender, but you've got the Katana on there and the 6505. So you've got a wide range. And more and more are coming, by the way. <laughs> but we cannot, we cannot share what is coming. Really? But okay. some big things are coming. For the, yeah, the, the Strandberg Playground, it's, it's a crazy thing. It's amazing. It's a lot of fun. Um, and it's going to even become more fun very soon. You, you, mentioned, um, you mentioned the analog recording process so say we've got a pedal or, or one guitar or let's say a pedal say you've got a, a pedal what's the process for you guys recording that and, and having all these permutations available for the listener all right so um it's it goes like this we have our guitars they were recorded um and stored on our computers. Okay, so that, that they basically, like, you know, the DIs are ready to be reamped um, okay. in, in, in quite a special way, okay? And um, what we do is we run then the, the signal of the guitar from, from the computer, right? Like uh, through the amplifiers, um, which are controlled by um, robotic arms and, uh, and, and human beings, like, together. And, like, the controls are being set for the correct settings, reamped through amplifiers that sit in amplifier rooms and mic'd. And all of this is basically going back to the computer, uploaded to our cloud, and then users can interact with it. Okay. So wow. just to give an example, like, so if you look, we have two kinds of playing styles generally, okay? Like p- playing style types, several playing styles, but two types. One is like range demo types, which you does exactly what you would do in a shop. You would just go to the shop, right? And you're going to put stuff to minimum, stuff to maximum, makes sense, doesn't make sense. You don't care. You just want to see, does it go to 11? Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. 
right? So, so that's exactly the range demo stuff. And you would get there uh, usually like, you know, seven settings on the gain with three settings on the EQ and like you can mix and match. It's a lot of settings. And so that's one thing. Second is the signature demos, which are showcasing the pedal uh, in in its in, in base case, like you know, in in, in uh, how you would use it um, if you have it. So we would set it for a great solo sound, um, three presets of solo or or of rock and roll style playing style, and that's what you would get from from uh, Tompedia, and that's how the process is being done. So, um, like. Exactly as you would try it out by yourself. Like this. Wow. That must be a huge amount of work then to... Insane, insane. To run Literally it through all the different insane. options. Wow. It's, wow, that's huge. I've, yeah. I've, got a, I've got a question for you, lad. What's the longest demo? How, how long is the... Oh, how am I supposed to ask this? <coughs> how long is the... What, how much work in days have we put into at maximum to a pedal? Or any instrument? Oh, dear God. I don't know. Um, you know, like if you look at the JB2, uh, the JHS boss uh, uh, animal yeah, over the there. The angry driver. Yeah, the angry driver. Yeah. <laughs> this thing has thousands of audio files, like thousands <laughs> and thousands and thousands. Or or the Worm, the Worm uh, from, from KMA. It's like it's... I remember the day that we did this. Danny is the name of our sound engineer. And I remember it coming out and he's like, I can't take it anymore. I can't. <laughs> it's too many audio files. I can't do it. Like, um, yeah, that's, man, that, it's, it's insane. Like, literally, I think that we, we all need to go to a mental house and, and admit ourselves, like submit, submit ourselves to it. It's, it's really crazy. It sounds intense, but I, the end result is amazing. All, all the options, so yeah. very cool. How it, many, it, how many amps and pedals and, and guitars are we are we talking about? I think that currently we have um, roughly six hundred um, and something um, released, and a lot of them are going to come out soon. Um, so we are um, we have some big releases with some companies at the moment um, coming up and exciting products uh joining so um yeah currently around 600 with wow, that's 100 a, more coming very quick that's a lot of pedals and <laughs> <laughs> acoustic guitars and and everything it's yeah awesome. great man it's so good and, yeah we've, we've got a, a big big um standing in the acoustic guitar world and um, one that will ring true to your listeners is cole clark uh, yes, we've got a lot of their yeah. stuff on there as well great aussie company yeah, fantastic true. yeah Actually, yeah, Cole Clark, um, Santa Cruz, Lake um, Loudon, mm -hmm. like a lot, a lot of companies, great companies. Nice, nice. How do you develop a relationship with these companies? So I guess, I guess I'm sort of digging into the, I guess your business model a little bit. So obviously, I know when you go to the Tonepedia site, I can then, uh, if I find say a pedal I like, I can then go and buy that right from the site. Or I can be directed to a store in in my in my region of the world. Um, yeah, 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 that's a new that's a, so, sort of a new feature. So um, okay. we've been asked quite a lot to sell products direct, and our answer was a very strict 
no way that we're going to do this uh, because we are unbiased and we're going to stay unbiased. We are there for the user and mm -hmm. not for anybody else. So we are not going to put ourselves in the position that we want to sell something. Um, and when users st started to come and say, look, like, you know, it, this is a little bit uh, crazy, right? You, you let me try out the products. I found what I need. Now I need to go somewhere else and search for it. Um, so we enabled this buy now affiliate thing where simply a user can click on it and, and then he's being referred to shops within his area um, that have this product in stock and okay. that uh, he can get the product. Um, so that's a new thing. And we have the first uh, partner in Australia now, um, Better yeah. Music just uh, signed. Yeah. So, so that's great. So now, now it's a, it's a beginning. Awesome. Better Music is fantastic. I've only been there once because they're about four hours from my house, but I went there uh, early this year. With a mate of mine was looking for a particular guitar and they were the biggest retailers in Australia. Yeah. And um, they were excellent and their shop's amazing. So that, they, yeah, they, like they have a lot together. of, I would say like, you know, for us, we are, we are also, we're very happy to accept more shops and sure. it, you don't have to have a, a big shop or like we, we, we welcome everyone. Mm -hmm. It's a part of, a, a part of, of, um, our focus is to, uh, bring the industry together, like, you know, and, and for us, if now a boutique shop from Australia would come and say, Hey, I, I want to jump in I want to be a part of this then we like with open arms we're going to accept everyone wow cool uh, what, what's really really handy with this is we're not just focusing on shops or these sort of things we're focusing on schools for instance and we're uh, like music schools so we're saying to the uh, schools okay you're able to go out there and teach these guys like the minor scale or, or what have you and, and that's great but what about gear how are you going to show them that you can stand there all day long and tell them what the difference between a blues driver and a, a rat is but unless they hear it for themselves how are they going to do this so um I, I i don't know about you for you guys but when i was younger i could not for love nor money and i know well lads already told us but i couldn't get my hands on pedals that weren't the cheaper end of the market uh if at all and you know all the guitar shops around where i live are really really small so it's a bit like your, your situation matt where you know it takes me three hours either way to go to a, a a big guitar shop to go and try stuff okay yeah i don't need to do that now yeah. i can simply go on there and for schools and these these sort of places in music universities this you know we have teamed up with um schools and we're doing that at the moment so we're actively saying to schools that if, if this is something that you think could be useful to you hit us up let us know because we're, we're more than um excited to work with schools and to give people what we didn't have when we were younger oh man 16 year old me would have loved this site if, <laughs> if know, the internet was invented uh, back then <laughs> a funny i have a, i have a funny story for you guys i'm sure that you were all there you remember the day that you kind of had a revelation of sound like yeah, that yeah. you heard something and it's like that's how he got that sound you remember this like everybody has this and i experienced uh this uh, like I saw this through Tompedia in the eyes of a 12-year-old uh, girl, actually, that we were running a user experience 
tests in in a shop in Germany and where we were just giving an iPad to people to play around with it. And regardless their age or who they are or what they are, if they came to buy something or not, like, you know, and this girl started playing with it which, by the way, it's amazing to see how the younger generation immediately understands everything about everything, right? Yes, like, you know, yeah. and So she plays with this thing, and then she take out, take off her uh, headphones, and she says to her, to her daddy, dad, that that's how I want to sound. That's that's what I need. Like, you know, and you look at it, it, it was an MXR Distortion Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, you know what? And he was like, that's like Green Day. I this is what I need. It sounds like Green Day. And like the dad, I don't think he understood what Green Day is even back, like, you know, in the second, because he just told her, you need to continue studying your classical guitar. And he, she told him like, I don't want my classical guitar. I want to sound like Green Day. And it was a personal win for me that I saw him afterwards in the checkout with the MXR. Distortion wow. Plus. Wow. Cool. Yeah. And, and so cool. Like so cool. I have a story about that pedal as well. Um, no, I, no stories about distortions from you. I'm sorry, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was um, when I was very young, uh, first started playing, and um, you know, I, I wanted to get that Randy Rhodes tone, and everyone was saying, "Oh, you know, you need an MXR Distortion Plus," and I thought, "Okay, cool." So I got it and I put it in through my little transistor amp, <laughs> and I was like. It's broken. It's not working. <laughs> what what the hell's going on? Is it my guitar? You go around checking all your leads and everything, and no one tells you. Um, okay, yes, Randy Rhodes did use that, but he used it into a Marshall at full pelt, yes. and he was just pushing yeah. it like you can use a tube screamer sort of thing. Yeah, uh, and no one knows that because you're all you're all 14 15 years old you're all you're all on the same level yeah. it's just someone's read somewhere this is a bit of gear that randy Rhodes used yeah right. if i had tonepedia at that time i could have gone okay let's go and listen listen to uh the distortion plus hang on a minute no that's not the right tone <laughs> go through find out what it is bang there done but yeah. then you know that <laughs> could have saved me a few quid yeah, I was young. I was too young back then. I'm sorry. Didn't come with ideas back then. <laughs> hey, you mentioned um, working with Strandberg. How, how do you guys work with um, with luthiers and, and gear builders? How have you partnered with some of those companies? Um, so for the big companies, um, like usually we meet everybody at, at uh, NAMM shows and guitar summits and stuff like this. Um um, we have two kind of options. Like one is to send the guitars here, um, and then we demo them here. And the other, we are now we created a way for them to present and to demo their guitars from uh, their uh, studios. So this is kind of an innovative next thing for us. Um, but we just released it uh, some time ago, and. Now we are having an increase in luthiers that would like to use this service, um, enabling them to basically showcase the product uh, from their own place and it through the cloud, everything happens here and then boom, it's, it's presented on their website. Um, I would say that despite being a startup um, and, you know, startups, uh, like you need to have this growth. Um, but again, we put to ourselves this mission of liberalizing the world of musical instruments. And by that, we know that boutique makers sometimes don't have the same uh, uh, um, 
abilities or financial abilities, I would say, like, you know, the huge companies. So we offer uh, uh, different terms for boutique makers and um, we really try our best, you know, to make it a place for everyone. Um, because as I shared, like, you know, I opened this company in the beginning because I wanted to buy boutique stuff. That mm -hmm. was the reason. And I am the biggest believer that sound does not come with a brand name. Like, you know, sound comes with no, n nothing attached to it. It's sound. And, and it can come from a big company, a small company in Korea or the U.S. or wherever it is. So important for us to get those guys on board. And, and yeah, that's, that's a big thing for us. So it's cool when you see the the, uh, the pedal that was made in China or something like that, and everyone's going mad for it. Uh, I always like that because um, <laughs> it, it just shows that that delay or that um, they just got it. They just got it right. You know, it wasn't a case of, oh, um, I've got lots of money or I live in the right place to get that right. This company just went and got it right. And it it's regardless of race, regardless of you know where location these sort of things uh, and that is what timepedia is at its core really isn't it yeah it's i'm man i bought products because of timepedia <laughs> like <you> know, <laughs> boutique stuff that like i just came in for demos and i just like i literally uh bought a guitar which i was completely against it <laughs> like completely against it mm -hmm. when uh when i heard about the idea like you know an acoustic guitar 12 fret completely not my thing at mm -hmm. all and it arrived and like you know and then i heard the demos and i was like holy crap this thing sounds amazing i'm i have to check it like you know i have to take the guitar right now and i got my the guitar in my hands like you know and it's like i just bought it i sent to the to the luthier i was like so um bank account and how much money and that was it like you know <laughs> and and i paid at the end just like everybody else would pay no discounts or anything boutique maker and we should like you know you should you should uh, uh support of course at the end of the day i re he, they realized that they sold me their very own founders like you know he, he, that's his own guitar oh, that wow. they accidentally sent to me he's not getting it back though <laughs> that's it it's, it's done <laughs> Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Did I read somewhere you're doing um, artist profile? Like, I think I saw something about Joe Satriani. <laughs> yeah, that was the 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 the. When did you put this hack exactly? It was, it was April Fools. Oh, it was April Fools. <laughs> nice. Uh, and what, yeah. what what even was that, Lee? What, <laughs> I, I didn't even write his name. I just put a picture. This up is a picture. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, let me look it up. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> oh my god, that was ages ago. But yeah, um, but that's not to say it's never going to happen. Keep an eye on the on what's happening because um, we have things underway at the moment. We can't we can't divulge exactly what they are, but um, I can. Definitely divulge that. Unfortunately, Satch isn't the <laughs> isn't one of them. God, that At would the make moment, my for, life. For, for, yeah. for the time being, not yet, not yet. Yeah. That's right. That's uh, right. I'm the yeah. Biggest Satriani fan, and uh, that that would uh, that would make me extremely happy. <laughs> I would but, love that Mark. I, I would want Mark Knopfler to to uh, oh, man, like, yeah, to join. Man. That would be great. There are some tones right yeah, there. Yeah, but um, yeah. 
it, it, there is definitely an idea there, and uh, you know we are some some stuff is going to come out soon. Like, okay. it's gonna gonna happen. Yeah. So yeah, without um, pretty damn exciting. One of my questions was, yeah, what what are some of the future plans? Um, obviously, don't want you to uh, divulge any secrets that you can't talk about yet. But is there any anything you can talk about? Any future ideas on where Tonepedia might end oh. up? So, um, yes, um, like our mission is to, to, as we said, to inspire people to make music um, through gear. And um, we are currently working on a vintage museum um, in order to do two things. Like, um, first thing is those items becomes more and more scarce and um, and you can find less and less of those like, you know, unique pedals or vintage guitars. And we would like to make it uh, uh, um, uh, feasible, like accessible for everybody to, to kind of try out those instruments, those legacy instruments, and also to compare them to the current uh, uh, market and the current, uh, the current, um, um, products that are being uh, produced in order to, in a way, break the myth a little bit as well, mm -hmm. like, you know, and to show to people that you don't need to spend 2K or 3K or, or on, on a piece of instrument just because this is what's going to make you uh, uh, sound better, you know, like mm -hmm. there's so many great makers out there that are making amazing products and, and Nobody can really compare them, you know. So, so now we are doing this. Um, we started with it already. There are already several vintage guitars, vintage pedals. Um, a very cool, all original MK one and a half is coming in right now. Soon going to be uh, uh, released, um, and um, some vintage was fuzz faces and awesome. and all of that stuff. Um, that's the tone bender, isn't it? The, the yeah, one, the solo sound. Oh, yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So, so, and we've been also lucky to get support from collectors uh, okay. and from shops, um, like supporting us in this in this endeavor of of uh, vintage museum. Fantastic. Um, so that's that's great, um, and um, we've been working quite hard on enabling. Uh, uh, a digital twin uh, showroom, which is the the concept of enabling boutique makers and shops to demo their products from their own location um, that I just shared about shared with you before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's great. So that's an, that's another coming thing. We already have several uh, uh, companies using this feature, and um, it's where we're growing it um, as well. And um, so we I could be I could be a custom builder and I could embed a Tonepedia player yeah. on my website with just my pedals, for example. Exactly, wow, and and you cool. can the cool thing you would be you you're able to demo them from yeah. your own location as well. So oh, so you it's it's just it, it it's brilliant. Like in in the terms of how it's it's working, it took us a long time to develop this. Mm -hmm. It's um, the the processes because like, you know. We need to stand in some like the, the the sound needs to be in some standard of 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 quality, like um, in order to comply with our our uh, demos. So, 
it took time to get to get it done correctly and we're very happy with this you can already see some um some products uh some demos like this in the market by us um bng guitars are using it now and um uh some shops in um in uh the us and in um in germany you know how cool is that like you can listen to the guitar that you're about to buy i cannot not anything else. like this is the guitar it sounds like such a simple idea in on one hand you know an interactive site where you can try out gear but yeah anyone if you spend it more than 30 seconds thinking about how you would actually do that it's obvious it's a huge huge <laughs> undertaking so i love it that you guys have done it and that you're yeah. starting to see some some traction through uh some of these different uh, companies you're working with and just the side as a standalone yeah. as well so well done yeah it's thanks thanks like you know yeah we we do it with a lot of love um and it hasn't been an easy ride um it's definitely like you know with a lot of devotion um you still get like you know from some companies sometimes they raise their like you know uh eyebrow and it's like huh okay Mm, but like you know i would really want to present myself in a video you know and and like you know we we try to tell them look like I understand that you want to that you want to basically uh, affect the decision of of the of the person that see that sees the video, like you know. But there is a different angle here. People are mm. they would like to make their own aware uh, aware decision, you know. And this is what we are about. And and um, we have some great companies that they liked the idea so much, but exactly they said, "How is this possible?" And they literally flew in. They booked a hotel, flew into Tompedia for for a few days oh, wow. just to get to get a, a a tour in the offices. Like okay. you know, and um, I would recommend to you and to the listeners, um, you guys, if if you want to just go check out um, on uh, go to YouTube, write uh, Tompedia Strandberg or Tompedia Jensen, uh, the the loudspeaker manufacturer oh, yeah, Jensen. Yeah. Uh, we did some big project with these guys. They flew in here and we videoed the entire process and we made like a video out of this. So you can see, uh, get a glimpse to, to our offices and how we work. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Well, I'll leave, <laughs> yeah. some, uh, I'll leave some links in the show notes for this episode. But I mean, if you just Google Tonepedia, you're going to find yeah, lots of really find cool it. things. So. Yeah, for sure. That's great. Well, one of the things we, we've been doing as well is we have been growing our own YouTube side of things. So you, you can... Try it out on YouTube, and then you can go and see um, myself and Emmanuel and and others like uh, just um, playing it, playing the pedals and playing the guitars and these sort of things. So we've got we've got that side covered as well, guys. You know, okay. um, please go and subscribe to our YouTube page and our Instagram page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, excellent. Well, fantastic. Well, Elad and Lee, thank you so much, and um, good luck as you continue to take over the world. Thanks. Thank you very much. Um, to all the users, thanks for listening. Um, any ideas, any suggestions, any collaborations, anything that you want, always contact us. We're happy to hear from you. Uh, Matt, thank you very much for having us on board today. All right, there you go. My conversation with Alad Yakov and Lee Alexander of Tonepedia. Check it out. Links in the show notes. It's a lot, a lot of fun. I should also mention Lee is the admin or the moderator or, or the guy who runs the Pedal Boards of Doom 
Facebook group, which has, check this out, over 60,000, no, over 67,000 members in that group. Uh, I know a lot of our listeners are, are actually members there, so that's, uh, that's crazy, that site. So Lee is so deeply invested in the pedal community, so it's been very cool to have uh, today's conversation in the Tonepedia context. All right, don't forget, there is our PayPal tip jar in the, in the show notes, as well as links to Scotty Burford's stuff and his fantastic new podcast series as well. That's about it for me. My name's Matt Wakeling. You've been listening to the Guitar Speak podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you next time. Bye now.